Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Pastor Plex Podcast. I'm so grateful to be with you all. Uh, we'll be answering a couple questions from this past week's sermon. Uh, the first question is, can you talk about the difference between God's discipline and the consequence of sin? Now, really what this is talking about from Revelation chapter 3, I'm going to pull this up uh, real quick. Revelation 3 uh, it says this, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline, so be je- zealous, be zealous, not jealous, be zealous and uh, repent. So can you talk about God's discipline and the consequences of sin? What is the difference? Well, uh, that's actually a great uh, question. The consequence of sin is uh, is part of common grace. Common grace is what everybody experiences uh, that God has sort of instituted his divine order when you experience sin. And so sin, when you have an experience of sin, it should cause you, like if you, a consequence of sin is going to jail. And that's actually really helpful and healthy for you because then you understand that what you did was wrong and you can repent and change. Uh, however, God's discipline isn't might not necessarily be something that is uh, legally wrong or in a consequence sin doesn't necessarily have to be legally wrong but it's something that spiritually that jesus is wanting you to change in your life and um, you couldn't experience it outside of knowing and understanding the love of god and so whereas consequence of sin is more general in concept of like the consequence of murdering is i go to jail the consequence of uh not paying my taxes is i go to jail uh the consequence of uh, not uh, mowing the lawn, as I might get a, uh, a note from the HOA. The, the conse- there's consequences that have that to all types of sin. The consequences of cheating on my spouse might be I end up divorced. Th- that is consequence of sin. But the sp- specific loving thing that God does isn't necessarily a breaking God's moral law, but rather it is going against what Jesus has specifically told you. And you experience the discipline of the Lord where uh, maybe you miss out on something, you experience heartbreak in something, uh, but where there's conviction on your heart and you're experiencing the Lord's discipline. And that could result in a consequential thing, like you don't get the promotion, you don't get the job, uh, that you lose something physical to remind you of your depth of spiritual need. Uh, That's where... I really love specifically in Revelation 3 where it says, listen, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. Meaning sometimes things happen to you because God is wanting to show you his love. In fact, I would say all things happen to you for that are going to be for his glory and ultimately your good. But sometimes specifically it's because God's wanting to see something you would never otherwise see unless you were being disciplined by the Lord. And so how do you know if it's discipline or not? Well, the good news is in God's word, it says James 1.5, and he lacks wisdom. He should ask of God who gives generous at all. Well, when you come to God and you say, God, why is this happening? Will you speak to me? And God does speak through really three different venues. One is his word, one is his spirit, and one is his people. And so when you're coming to God and you bring up your circumstance, he says, if you come to me, I will answer you. But then it also says, when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, for your doubts like a wave of the sea blown tossed by the wind. That means in the moment that you're asking, for God's wisdom about whether this is discipline or whatever this thing is, whatever answer he gives you, you've got to have faith that he hears you and he's answering you. I think a lot of times is that we go, we don't want to hear the answer from God. And we, we put in a specific like 
feel-good platitude as opposed to what God's word would be saying or God's voice would be saying or what God's people would be saying. And so we, we kind of let ourselves off the hook and we don't repent. So God's heart for us is a daily repentance where we just sort of look inside and then we run towards Jesus. Okay, hopefully that makes sense in this. All right, next, uh, the next question from this past week's sermon is, what is meant by a cold church? And the church in Laodicea was known as lukewarm. It wasn't hot or cold. And uh, and so Jesus said, if because you're not hot or cold, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Now, in general terms, most of the time, whenever people have taught this, or maybe read this, they thought hot church is good, cold church is bad. And what Jesus is saying, I want you to be one or the other, be there all the way in or all the way out. This sort of like, I'm halfway in stuff, I don't want you in. And by out, they mean cold. And that's not what he's talking about at all. There, there are two cities nearby uh, the church, or the city of Laodicea. Uh, one was Hierapolis, which was had a hot springs. And so that hot springs was great medicinally for soothing your muscles, like uh, if you were sick, you could go sit in the hot spring and it would be really warming. It would make you feel better. It was just really a beautiful thing. Or there was a cold spring in Colossae, which is about nine miles away. And so you could go sit in the cold spring and it would be refreshing. It would be you know exuberant and uh, or it's great for drinking cold, cold, cold water. Now, in Laodicea had this problem that they'd want to get the hot spring. Uh, they make aqueducts from the hot spring to Laodicea, or they make a cold spring aqueduct. But, but the problem was, by the time that you got the hot spring or the cold spring uh, all the way to Laodicea, which was either six or nine miles away, it would be lukewarm by then. The water would not have that refreshing cold taste, or it wouldn't be really hot to prove medicinally helpful. And so that became frustrating for the people of Laodicea, and so Jesus is equally frustrated and disgusted by the lukewarm water, which he spits out of his mouth. Um, hopefully that helps on that question. So thanks so much for listening in this week, and we'll look forward to answering more of your questions here at Pastor Plex Podcast.